0: And welcome back to Crowning Around, a podcast where three regular, uh, boring-ass normal people attempt to learn about the rich-ass royal family through their depictions on film and television. My name is Sam Chung, and boy do we have a doozy today, because the episode that we're going to talk about today is the Crown Season 2, Episode 6, entitled Vergangenheit, and this is a bit of a gray area. Um, I guess under the parameters of the rules that we've established, but I did look up the definition of Vergangenheit, and it translates to the past. So Vergangenheit, the past. They've made it way too many letters. Uh, (laughs) Anyways, in the present, I am joined as always by uh, my two wonderful co-hosts. First, don't call this man Fruity. It's Ivan Vukovic. Ivan, what events could possibly transpire in a man's life that would earn him the
1: nickname Fruity? Uh, I mean, you could buy a Vitamix blender and just have that be your main thing.
0: (laughs) Do you think that's what that's what this guy's deal is? He bought a Vitamix blender and his name is now Fruity. 100%. (laughs) Thank you for adding that bit of context for us. Um, And then also uh, back with us today. Don't fuck with this woman's scale model. It's Carlin Greenwald. (laughs) Carlin, how soon after someone messes with your model do you think you would notice?
2: Oh God, it depends on what kind of model it is and like how many pieces there are in the model and like how specific, like, you know, if you're building like a scale model of a town and someone like takes your town hall and moves it, like you would notice that. But if you had like, I don't know, three people in the town and someone moved like one of your folks like to a different part of town, it might take a while to see that. So um let's say there's six hundred
1: people in this town. Yeah, six hundred (laughs) people.
2: Did they did they move the general or did they did they move soldier number like (laughs) five hundred and fifty two?
1: They 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 moved the shopkeeper at the Vitamix store.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Obviously you would notice that's very important.
0: All right. Um, Well, as always, off the bat, we just want to say that if you came here because you're curious about whether or not the events that unfolded in this episode actually happened or not, you know, we don't know, but we're going to assume that everything that we saw in the episode is 100% accurate. And they did give us pictures in this episode of like real pictures of the real David. So that makes me more inclined to feel like it's all real, which is unfortunate because not a great look. So uh, I think to get things kicked off today... Uh, Ivan, you've got a quick recap of the episode for us?
1: I don't know how quick it's going to be. A lot happened in this episode, and I, I feel like I have to kind of go step by step to, to do it justice. But uh, we open with a flashback. It's 1945, toward the end of World War II. Uh, German forces are in retreat, and there is a uh, captured German military officer that is being uh, led by, um, I believe, American soldiers uh, to a spot where he had... Uh, kind of buried some kind of chest containing a bunch of important documents. Uh, he takes them to where this chest is buried. They they dig it up, uh, take it back to uh, a, a nearby castle where they are kind of just taking stock and inventory of everything that they have. And they quickly uh, discover that there is some uh, pretty spicy information buried in these documents. Uh, so we get kind of that classic, uh, you know, kind of crown scene where... A document is taken in between multiple people of of escalating importance. So, uh, you know, some head of an office, which eventually becomes some head of another office, which eventually becomes Winston Churchill, who uh, shows up for the first time here in season two, um, and then eventually uh, uh, the king at the time, Bertie, uh, and the uh, kind of opening ends with this revelation that there is something in these documents that it would bring great shame to their family if they ever became public. Uh, but the A plot is kind of all about uh, former King David who abdicated. He's, you know, in France with Wallace Simpson and he is starting to get a little bored. And so he uh, is planning a trip back to uh, Britain where he is uh, pulling together his kind of closest allies and networking contacts, and essentially putting together a committee to help him find a job, some job of importance to the country. Um, but uh, in tandem with this, he has to get permission from uh, Queen Elizabeth to essentially return to public life. Um, he's already gotten permission for the government. He has a couple of jobs lined up and now he is going um, uh, to her to, essentially get the the thumbs up and she seems to be leaning toward it uh because uh, elizabeth uh in in her kind of side plot is discovering the christian v- value of forgiveness because billy graham an american evangelist who's been touring uh the britain has been very inspiring to elizabeth and she's really kind of connecting with her uh at a christian roots if you will and kind of looking at things from a new perspective and through the kind of counsel of billy graham she's arrived at the conclusion that she should forgive her uncle and welcome him back into the family and into british public life but wait but wait because in the meantime these files that were unearthed in uh, 1945 are have kind of resurfaced in the hands of some historians uh, who are getting ready to publish the contents of these uh, files known as the Markberg files. And they what they essentially reveal is that old uh, former King David had some connections to Hitler and the Nazis after he abdicated from the throne. He started to kind of cozy up with them in, in a manner that does not really look good for him. Uh, so Elizabeth is still, you know, while well, she's not happy to learn this, she's still thinking she wants to forgive him, uh, you know, give him another um, opportunity. And then our boy, Tommy Lassels, comes into the picture. She goes over to his house to ask for some advice and Tommy uh, you know reveals to her that the connection that David and Wallace had to the Nazis goes so much deeper than those files initially reveal. And due to what he, had started to do and potentially would have gone on to do, um, against British interest is just so egregious that there's no way, uh, that it's happening. That there's no way she's going to forgive David and, and let him take on a job representing, um, uh, the country. So, uh, you know, he goes back, uh, to the castle or back to his castle in, uh, in, in outside of Paris, I believe it is. And, uh, meanwhile, uh, Elizabeth is just happy to, uh, you know, be a Christian and uh yeah the whole the whole Billy Graham you know Christian thing was sort of a a subplot that tied into the main plot but I'm sure uh if if Billy Graham himself described it he'd tell you that God is always the a plot so that is season two episode six
0: (laughs) thanks Ivan Carlin I feel so guilty after watching this episode because before this I thought David was just like the fun uncle Who was like a little bit quirky obviously outcast by the family he obviously sends funny letters and i was like oh haha david is just a funny guy turns out um he's like a nazi nazis (laughs) so that's not great i feel a little bit guilty about that
2: oh yeah i mean i don't know i guess we're just going off of what we've seen he like does bitchiness lead to nazism
1: What did we see exactly? Did he just like spend an afternoon uh, in Germany and and, like because I I, I, like I understand what the perception of his actions were. I'm just curious what like what the reality of this was. Did he go there for like a day or two and it somehow made it look like that he was uh, like cozy with them in ways that were maybe he wasn't? Or do we have some kind of damning proof here that he was a, a bad
2: dude? I okay so. I don't remember where I got this information from, if it was from something else we had watched or if it was from this, I'm pretty sure it was from this. So basically David had surrounded himself with Nazis, like when he had that like year where he was King. And I think he was like trying to use them as like an ally. And I guess we don't know whether or not he was like fully aware, like at that time of Hitler's like plans, but like by the time he took that trip it's we all know that he got to do tours of like the ss he got tours of the concentration camps like there's kind of no way to be like oh how could you have not known what Hitler was doing like i think that's what that trip was meant to imply and then i mean he definitely yeah like he had that whole plot about how he was just like given ally information to prolong the war because he thought that like Nazi Germany was going to be good for Britain. I don't know, man. Like, I get you want to be contrarian from your family, but, like, there are ways to do that that don't involve um, Nazis and killing. Like, I'm assuming millions of Britons, like, died in the war. Yeah, he wasn't a great guy. I mean, it's just what it seems like. Yes, like, he was. he's being so contrarian from his family that he's just like, all right, what are my other options? And instead of, like, I don't know, doing something good for the world, he's just like, what if I become Hitler's friend? That'll really show up. Man, and then they're like, hey, look at my dog having a birthday party. Like, okay, crown, you want me to like him like a lot in this episode and then just drop these bombs? Yeah. They're really tugging at the heartstrings here. But yeah, David, um, very complicated guy, did not do very good things. Um, Larger legacy, probably negative skewing. Granted, we didn't know who he was <laughs> so maybe it worked out for him
0: i guess let's go through this all from david's perspective because this was i don't i honestly don't remember in this season has there been much david yet or is this the first real like david episode we've had in season 2
1: i think the only appearance david has made this season was in that Montage scene of people reacting to Margaret's uh, photo mm-hmm. being published, and mm-hmm. I think it showed him and Wallace. But I, I want to say that was his only appearance thus far. Yeah, yeah.
0: So this is the first big David moment, and David, he's in Paris, and he's just so morose. He is, yeah. He has no purpose. He has nothing to do with his life. He's just so bored, playing cards and going to parties. He needs a greater purpose. I don't know. It's very hard to sympathize with him. It's also like, <laughs> and we learned this too, like Wallace is like consistently cheating on him. They're not like this, you know, ideal Wait, merit. Is or was? I guess well, is, was. Is she like
2: still,
1: but, but
0: I don't know if potentially she still is still presently. I mean, potentially, I mean, I guess always potentially, right?
2: <laughs> I thought that it was implied that he knew about the cheating. And like, I thought that was part of his power strategy was to get Wallace to sleep with all these prominent Nazis. Wait, you think this was know. act
0: you think this was a David active decision he was like Wallace go cheat with the Nazis
2: yes I don't know because we <laughs> look if you're trying to cozy him with Nazis like clearly your moral compass is like a little bit broken and so I don't know maybe that is something to take because you know it's like it's information that would have helped David so why like there has to be somewhere in there like what was Wallace doing I don't know we don't we need a um, Wallace centric episode to explain this. <laughs>
1: That's the last thing I need.
2: <laughs> no, you need it. You need a full Wallace episode.
1: Can I just say like this episode just feels like such an emotional crash? Because like the last two episodes were all about these like larger than life charismatic characters. You had your Margaret's, your Tony's, your old, your Lord Altringham, And suddenly we go to David and Hitler. Like it, it, it could not <laughs> be more of a plummet.
2: Oh, man. I... They're just going chronologically. I'm sorry to tell you, I guess the 50s were just like that.
0: I mean, not only that, but Billy Graham as well. And I, in my opinion, I didn't think it worked. It was way too heavy-handed for me. It was like, how will we explore this theme of forgiveness? Oh, Elizabeth will just invite Billy Graham and watch him through the window.
2: (laughs) Well, see, this is what I assume must have really happened because it's so convoluted. (laughs) (laughs) Obviously, I don't know. I mean, it's... I thought it was interesting for Elizabeth like the way like the actual arc she had was really interesting but then yeah I don't know I just don't like seeing Evangelicus like on on my screen in general so like (laughs) I look at that man and I'm like he's starting a cult I don't trust him and honestly did I get (laughs) any contradicting information no as far as I'm concerned he might have had a cult he sounds like he would have a cult and Elizabeth like maybe she's gonna join it next next episode I don't know
0: no I mean he seems like a nice enough guy. It was just, I think, the the presentation of the theme was just so, like, on the nose. I was like, come on, Crown, you're better than this.
2: Again, it must I just, I don't know. <laughs> it must have really happened. I don't know. Because, yeah. like, the religion aspect, it's interesting because, like, you were mentioning how, like, it felt like it was sort of just, like, something she was just discovering for the first time. And the problem is, I think they were trying to set it up the whole time, but they didn't show her and religion, like, consistently in, like, moments where it lingered enough. So you kind of, like forget about it because like i remember it was like when she was first crowned there was like a religious crisis and then like she'll occasionally be shown praying but like it sounds like this is something that she really uses to influence her but it's like when elizabeth when else have you been influenced by the church of england i guess but then like with margaret and peter townsend she didn't really seem like she was particularly like on the church of england side so it's like all right what what is your uh, christian value here what's your christian identity and i don't know what it is
1: i mean it's almost like her her oh god and this is just going to get like way too kind of like faith driven but like it's almost like her her relationship with god and her role as you know head of uh, the the church are in some ways kind of mutually exclusive all right, I feel like we're veering a little bit away from David. I do want to talk about his <laughs> and toward God.
0: And <laughs> not no. I want to I want to talk who, about David a little who, bit who more. Who is who is the, <laughs>
1: the stark opposite of David?
0: Yes, correct. Um oh my God. because in the beginning, right, we see them having all of the all of these like I I don't know, him and Wallace having these like fun times, I guess. Then they go to this party and Wallace has so much resentment for David. I'm like Wallace can't yeah, leave. Yeah, what was that? <laughs>
2: Okay, and also, where does she want to go? Like, she's in Paris. It's not like she loved England ever. So would she rather be there? This seems like a great alternative.
1: I I mean, I wonder if if her disillusionment with David, it it was just tied to kind of the funk that he's in. Um, Oh, yeah. And, you know, because, like, it, it seemed like once he was kind of on the way to getting a job and he was corresponding and telling her, she seemed very happy for him. And she seemed, you know, to... To demonstrate affection for him, at least in the way of like how she reacted to those letters, but yeah, I wonder if he had just become very kind of morose and miserable, and that's why she had be kind of fallen out of favor with him ever so briefly.
2: Wallace is only here for the good times. Um, she doesn't. Good vibes only. Good-, <laughs> good vibes only, guys. Sorry, David.
0: We learned that David's motto in life is "I serve." This was not what I would have expected his motto to be.
2: Uh, yeah. He seemed to spend a lot of time actively nuts. <laughs> <laughs> I guess when you like your biggest mistake in life, at least in your own idea or like, I don't know, obstacle. What I don't know what he thought happened during the abdication, but maybe when something like that happens, you're like, my motto is going to, I'm going to convince myself. That this was actually what I was doing the whole time.
1: That, uh, that brief flashback of him actually um, abdicating and, like, signing the documents, was that the first time that we've seen, uh, a, a, like, a historical scene from, like, two different perspectives now? Like, th- th- we saw that in the King's speech and now also in the Crown, and I feel like that was the first time we got, like, almost like a, you know, a, a, a shot for, sh- a, a remake of a moment that we'd seen in a, in another uh, depiction.
2: I think you're right. Yeah, because like the crown mostly deals with after the war. So yeah, that's cool.
1: He did it better. I mean, the King's
0: Speech, I think, has obviously a little bit more time to go into it.
2: Oh, see, I thought this one did it better because I felt like in the King's Speech, we didn't really get David as a character. And so now you're like, you have all this emotional resonance with David because we had spent so much time with him. So I was like, oh, this is... Yeah, but it turns out I
0: don't want to see David as a character.
2: (laughs) Well, sorry. You have to see David as a fully formed man who made very horrible decisions.
0: (laughs) That's not what I wanted. Oh, man. (laughs)
2: Too bad. That's what, um, what is his name? Billy Graham? That's what he would have (laughs) wanted. We're all in Billy Graham's world.
0: Billy Graham is like, forgive everybody. I'm like, Billy Graham, let's get a little more, more context in here. And speaking of, like, the idea of... Service quote unquote, for David, his ideas of service are basically just throwing parties. He's like, What job <laughs> can I have where I can just throw parties and entertain people? This is my service nah, he,
2: he's such a, yeah, I think he just wanted his legacy like rewritten, but like I don't even know how that would have helped. yeah, he just you know minimum work
0: i mean if he if he just wants his legacy rewritten, would the book be a better move? should he have gone should he have just gone and written his book?
2: I'm honestly surprised that he didn't do that. Did he not do that? David. I mean, we
1: know he's, he's a sign- great writer from the letters.
2: Does he have to sign an NDA? <laughs> like, how does this work? Don't- Why don't all the royals write books? I don't know.
0: It's not like they need more money.
2: I mean, he didn't need more money, but, um, you know, it's like, bro, you could have just, like, I don't know, started volunteering or something. like. <laughs> that's true. For your life purpose.
0: Yeah, I guess that's true. Like, he could also do, like, service-y things. I guess outside of the country as well. But I don't know. He just, yeah. But we learned that he, he could have joined st-
1: Teach for America. Yeah. The Peace Corps. It's <laughs>
2: specifically for America.
1: <laughs> He's married to an American. Oh, it's true. true.
2: Where's his um, pro America service? And we
0: learned that David actually still has a bunch of allies in the UK, including, I was shocked to see, Bobbity. It's an act of God, Bobbity. <laughs> Bobby uh, was there. Bobby, you're <laughs> gonna there. have to
1: remind me. You're gonna have to, to remind me. To be honest, what, I don't in the cabinet again? ever.
0: Bobby, yeah, he was on like Winston's cabinet.
1: <gasps> okay, was he loyal to Winston? It seemed like he was. He had like a pretty or, or was high. Was he one of the ones that position. were trying to overthrow him? Was he Bobby
2: in- is just full of treachery.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess I thought that he was an ally of Winston at first, but now that he's an ally of David, it seems like yeah. Carl oh, thats are off yeah he, he, he's a rogue agent
2: <laughs> but like now everyone in that room it just seems so much worse because you're like okay so I guess are you like a Nazi sympathizer like how what, what's going on here the like degrees of Nazi separation is um it's very uncomfortable in these high class circles which whatever they're kind of everywhere and also Philip although I guess Philip like learned his lesson
1: like couldn't couldn't David have just gone to a temp agency?
2: Can you imagine David at like a normal job?
0: Yeah, couldn't he have just posted his resume on LinkedIn?
2: He could have been like a I don't know a pug rescuer. He's he's very good with pugs. Why didn't could he have just become something?
1: like a political commentator for the BBC?
2: Oh god! Well then he had would have had to be left back led back into the country.
0: Right. <laughs> oh man. Um, but David's biggest supporter is this man Fruity. This is the first time we've met Fruity, right? Like Fruity has never been a thing before.
1: We would have remembered no. Fruity.
2: But, like, who called it? Wait, did David call him Fruity, or is this just, like, this man's name? I feel like multiple people called him Fruity.
1: Yeah, he so, was called Fruity to his face, so he seems to embrace <laughs> it.
2: That's just, that's, like, a derogatory term from gay. So, like, is that, is this what the, is everyone secretly hate this man? I don't think you call someone Fruity that time. It's, like, a positive thing.
1: I Well, I would imagine if there were a time that it were positive, it, it would be this time.
2: Like no, I, I don't think I, it was I, ever positive.
1: Well, no, were they Were they really using it as a derogatory term for gays even well, back then?
2: I, I feel like that was the time. I don't know. Are we not allowed to Google this? Whatever. Is there our queer historian to come in here? It's probably my friend. I'll, I'll tell her to come next time. Like, 10 episodes <laughs> later, she's going to correct us on this.
0: Yeah, she'll be like, and back to this episode, Um, this is actually what happened.
2: It's fine. We'll just never know. But he, I don't know. He was probably like a extra foppish, I imagine, I don't know, but uh, also full of treachery.
1: You know who was great in this episode? Who? Prince Philip.
2: He He, was. He he had some
1: of the best quips.
2: He. I mean, poor dude. (laughs) Could you imagine your wife is like sitting there being like, I don't know, maybe I should forgive my Nazi uncle, and he's just like, um, hell no. (laughs) Please don't.
0: Denied 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 denied
1: (laughs) (laughs) also i feel like we were we were deprived of a scene of philip tommy and the queen mother getting drunk together okay
2: i was so mad is is this a deleted scene they must have filmed this like how dare they drop like the most interesting scene the crown has ever had and just not show it
1: because especially especially tommy and philip i mean those two guys were never like exactly uh, in in each other's corners and to see them commiserate over some booze like i would have loved to watch that
2: oh no they're celebrating they're having a good time they were like oh fuck yeah like elizabeth's like good for once elizabeth wasn't seduced by the christian sauce which like honestly the fact that queen mother (laughs) was like no to this i mean like i know she hates david but like wow (laughs) And now we really do hates david
0: <laughs> queen mother oh my god she's been in such a bad mood these past couple episodes <laughs>
2: <laughs> she got her but see we didn't get to see her happy when um david got like fully ousted why does philip hate david does anyone know do they have like beef
1: i mean you i i imagine just out of like a sense of patriotism like probably just looks down on david for abdicating
2: okay that's because
1: because i don't think it's the sort of thing because like philip came into the picture in elizabeth's life like long after it was already known that she would ascend to the throne so it wasn't like i would understand it if it were like a thing where he married her and then david abdicated and then he knew that like his life would be you know spent as the husband of the queen but no like he again like as we've established many times he knew what he was getting himself into so he must have just kind of hated david from the onset
2: yeah fascinating I mean that was a great scene and we didn't get it and I'm mad about it and I will be mad until they have another wacky scene that they actually show us.
1: <laughs> also I hate to say it but you know Tommy was the adult in the room this episode. I was just, you know, ranting about how sick I, of him I was and how I want him to go away, but he he served his purpose hopefully one last time.
2: <laughs> it's not oh my god but yeah I know. but it's like ironic because then we have like tommy in his battlefield and you're like wow the the man i don't know he- I, lo- I
1: love the idea of elizabeth showing up to tommy's house unannounced and him looking out the window seeing her you know come out of the car and just suddenly scrambling and then <laughs> having to like run to his front door and it's still seeming like very well put together and 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 prepared to host her
2: like I like how they're like yeah this man's into military and then they have all these like there's these fun little details of like him reading the Napoleon I think it was Napoleon or I just came up with that him like reading the military strategy book him like <laughs> having the guns him having the scale model. Oh wow. We know what he does in retirement. Good to know that he's um occupied.
0: I know. Do you think he's like actively like going through the battle with his model or is it just like a I model hope that so. like, that's also it took up a whole room. That was an enormous model.
1: <laughs>
2: Look, as someone who would want um, the art piece Metropolis 2 in my house, if I could have it, like, I understand that impulse to have weird giant model, but no, that one was very large. The fact that it didn't have, like, a moving train set or something, where, like, if you had a kid, you could be like, hey, look what I got you. No, it's just, that's just his thing.
0: Elizabeth, for someone who knows nothing, self-admittedly, was able to identify these soldiers very quickly.
2: I think that the only thing she knows is <laughs> maybe like they have to wait. What battle was that? Was it like a British battle? Would she have had to know that for like?
1: She had guessed it was Waterloo and then he corrected her.
2: Okay. So she only which, learned about Waterloo. <laughs> <laughs> which like I wouldn't have even been You know what? Yeah. So maybe she's been learning on her off time. Who knows? Do you think
1: she's still seeing her tutor? I hope so. Oh, for sure. You can't just
2: learn everything in one session. Like, everyone knows that. It's a repetition.
0: And there's always new stuff to learn. So, you know, you can always use a tutor.
2: Oh, oh, Elizabeth.
0: (laughs) At the end of the day, to go back to David, the jobs that um, have come up that really kind of, like, pique his interest, he could be the ambassador to France, where he already lives and seems to be kind of doing that anyways. Uh, Makes sense, yeah. (laughs) He could be special liaison to the Board of Trade, or he could be high commissioner working with the Commonwealth Relations Office to protect British relationships around the world.
1: I guess that could be cool.
0: Yeah, no, I mean, and if he gets these... It's just like, what, what qualifies him to do this? Just his status? Like, I don't know what qualifications he has. He
1: knows how to entertain. Like, all of these would be <laughs> positions where he's pro- he's most likely just whining and dining important people.
2: Granted, does any royal have any qualifications to do anything? No offense.
0: That's very true. So, I Philip mean,
1: like- can row. <laughs> oh, you know. <laughs> That's true. And fly planes. Is he wait? Is he, he
0: allowed to fly to planes a- at this point, or has that officially been squashed?
2: I don't know.
1: Uh, well, yeah, I don't know because when once Peter Townsend left, like I assumed the the lessons were discontinued.
2: He has like a mediocre plane. I I feel like he needs like a special episode where like he gets to go like rescue a regular person, and that he has like some lesson in there. Oh, so I don't think we're needs. getting that episode, Carla. We're definitely not going to get that episode, but I'll I'll wish for it. <laughs> Let me write the crown. <laughs> I'm going to make some really great episodes.
0: All right. So basically, you know, after the conversation that Queen Elizabeth has with Tommy, she's going to sit with David again. And basically, it's just going to be like, how can you forgive yourself? And then she has this moment that just reminded me of like, um, (laughs) Gene Wilder and Willy Wonka. She's like, I said good day. (laughs) and then (laughs) He leaves and just has to leave the country. Cut to him, like getting back on the train and just going. Ultimate i mean, I, I
2: i thought that was some strong acting she did a good job good thing she got to them <laughs> can you imagine being david like after B- he like didn't get to be king for that long but like you grow up thinking you're gonna be king you have to be king for like a year then you get ousted, and then like some amount of years later you're like you're wait, 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 what do you what are you what are you you talking
1: what are you talking about? He, he didn't get ousted. He, it's not that he,
2: he got abdicated. to be king for a
1: while and then didn't get to be king. He made the choice to leave.
2: But like in his mind, he didn't make the choice. He was like, I had to choose this for my love.
1: Yeah, and he for still wanted who, to serve who had, Ivan. <laughs> who had other lovers.
2: He didn't care or didn't know that. <laughs> Probably didn't care. No, it was all part know. of his okay, plan. L- <laughs> okay, but Look, let's he Okay, a hold lot on, of psychological hold on. issues.
1: <laughs> hold on, hold on. Let let let's let's marvel what if this. Um let's say like he had been able to marry Wallace Simpson. Like it, like wouldn't it have been at that point in uh, like more than the fact that she was a divorcée, wouldn't it at that point be a much bigger scandal that she had like other affairs going on simultaneously?
2: no I don't think so because they just put that under the rug I mean like I guess if it's the wife it's more of a problem but I don't think they ever they don't talk about that kind of stuff but what would have happened in your scenario is it would have been Nazi Britain the war would have been lost and none of us would exist that do you is... honestly think
1: do you honestly think that if David had continued on as king that yes that f- f- fucking Tommy Lassells would have yes. let him allow That's Germany to implying. take over no yes. no to- no, yes.
2: no no
0: david would have <laughs> tommy, kicked, would have kicked tommy, tommy
2: out yeah he tommy, fire
1: him. tommy would have slapped david but he could but fire yeah him. but
0: he would fire to- tommy wouldn't be there no tommy was talking already about how david was like trying to like have his own inner circle of courtiers
2: yeah i'm telling you it, tommy, it would be tommy
1: and take-over. winston would have had had they would have led the revolt. They would have like overthrown the king at that
2: point. Well, So we're saying he didn't get overthrown. <laughs> <Wait>. <laughs> so you're saying he would have inevitably been overthrown anyway.
1: Exactly. Was... <laughs> that, that's how this Marvel What If episode ends. We end up right back where we started from. Oh, okay. But if David gets overthrown,
0: you think that they're going to put his family members back on the throne? It's like, I feel like if David gets overthrown, there's either no more monarchy, right? Or it's somebody completely different.
2: Yeah, we got to start a new line. Yeah.
0: We are we
1: are so qualified to speculate how this would have gone down. <laughs>
2: guys, it, it would have been Nazi Britain. That's what they were talking about. That's why they were so upset about what David did because they all knew that if David had, like, gone with his David plan, and, like, it, it would have been bad. He was friends with Hitler.
1: Whoa, whoa hold on, though. Hold on, though. Was do you think Tommy was critical of this like idea that David was going to cause the downfall of the British empire or was Tommy just more fixated on like the, the family shame that David's actions were going to bring upon? Like, I feel like Tommy knowing him was probably more focused on like the scandal of that connection than what it could have actually brought upon the country.
2: I mean, he is really into military stuff. So I think there's some assumption that like he would have known the military ramifications of this. I don't know. Probably a, 3070, um, 30 family, 70 world. I don't know. It seems like these people are slightly smart. I, you know, I even Elizabeth knew about Waterloo. I even assumed that they would at least be taught like Nazi bad or Germany bad. I don't know at that point if, uh, they knew what the Nazis were doing. Cause that's always the problem too, is like, I don't think they really knew what was going on. Like the regular person who wasn't David, who got a tour of the concentration camps, <laughs> Muslim didn't really know. I don't think what was going on, like the full horrors yet. But I, don't I think know. I think part yeah,
1: of the again, issue. What, for... a, what a downer of an episode! Like again, <laughs> like it's such an emotional crash. From oh, don't last worry,
2: period. I can also um talk about Christians and how they yeah. also ruin the world. Yeah, but I think <laughs> part go. of part
1: of the issue for David now,
0: right? Even like year, like. It's what, like a decade later, at least like 10 to 15 years later, is that he still has like no regret or remorse for even like what he did. Oh, he's, no, that's
2: the messed up part.
0: Oh, yeah. Like when Elizabeth is like, this is why we can't give you the job again. David gets so defensive and he's like, well, what's worse, me having dinner with Hitler or you being a robot? <laughs> <And> this <Elizabeth's> is like, <laughs> <Right>. definitely you. <laughs>
2: Oh my god, I'm so glad that was her response. Like, thank God she doesn't hate herself that much. (laughs) Could you imagine just like it's literally between you being like a nerd and someone else like being responsible for millions of deaths?
0: Oh my
1: god. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Oh Elizabeth, thank God you're on the throne and not, not David or his descendants yeah no that's remarkable to me like when i don't actually read that many accounts of like nazis like after the fact and how many of them like ended up regretting what they did but like it's almost worse like beside the fact that he actually did these things the fact that at this point he doesn't feel bad about that like that's that's some dark stuff man but then we got drunk philip so uh you know (laughs) we had some and the things
1: on on a lighter tone yeah
2: yeah, they definitely were not going to go full downer with this. I'm really oh, curious actually, to know
1: they, they ended this episode with black and white photos of they David did, meeting yeah, Hitler. Yeah, no, it was still so a downer. It was, it they were was like,
2: about- um, "No, like trust us, this really happened, guys. We didn't make this up for drama." Um,
0: I wanted a sentence. Can I say, like, I, in the last episode, we got a sentence. Actually, we got three sentences. <laughs> right.
2: You need to caption who Hitler is. Some people don't know. Someone write a sentence. You know.
0: So I just confirm that I can feel bad about this or, you know.
2: I, I promise you can feel bad about um, this man. Not, not the best. You need to like, okay, w- no, nah, nah, I'm not going to say the dumbest thing on my mind right now. Okay, you know, you ever notice how like Liz has a really n- easy time talking to certain people and you're always like, what is it about these people? And then she had like such an easy conversation with the preacher. And you're just like, what's wrong with you, Liz? Why is it that you can communicate with preachers, horse people, And, like, Margaret, I guess.
1: (laughs) I don't think the conversation she had with Billy Graham was anything close to normal, though.
2: But not really, but, like, she could talk in a way where it kind of felt like she was, like, invested as a person, I guess. Like, do you know there's a difference between, like, Elizabeth just, like, doing her, like, royal duties and then, like, her genuinely having questions for someone?
1: I... I still feel like her conversation with Billy Graham, especially the first one, still had a somewhat performative nature to it because Elizabeth still had to represent, you know, the Church of England and conduct herself as the head of that church. And yes, there were like, you know, moments where she was being a little vulnerable with him and, and, you know, kind of speaking more freely than you might expect her to. But I still feel like she was you know conducting herself in in the manner that she was expected to conduct herself
2: mm-hmm.
1: and that's not a compliment what by the way like that's that's just <laughs> me pointing out the fact that like you know like it may seem like she was having like a genuine human connection with him but like i don't buy it i still feel like there was a lot of diplomacy behind the way that they were interacting
2: oh elizabeth do you have a normal conversation with anyone unknown oh, no.
0: <laughs> I'm just looking through this episode at any of the smaller points that we might not have mentioned yet. I loved the scene where we again get um, the Queen Mother as an unreliable narrator, but they call it out. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, Queen Mother, she's just the best. Love that woman.
0: She's just trying to tell this story and getting corrected every like other word <laughs> until she finally snaps. Freaking
2: Michael. <laughs> no, that was actually really funny. <laughs> I'm sorry. She was telling a very dark story. (laughs)
0: She's like, Uh, okay, here's what's right. And then everything else is wrong.
2: (laughs) Let her make up her gossip because, you know what, she has been gossiped about so much. So if she wants to, like, spread some dumb rumors about David, like, you know what, go ahead. It is your prerogative to just further tarnish his reputation with, like, really random wrong facts.
1: My, my favorite correction was the uh, the fact that it was uh, not uh, not Adolf Hitler's uh, translator, but the assistant to the translator. <laughs>
0: Very Dwight Schrute.
2: <laughs> oh, so good! I feel like that's the most personality Michael has shown in a long time.
1: Yeah. Oh, I man. mean, the the private secretaries were on fire in this episode. What can they, I say? I, they really I, were. I always have such a back and forth opinion of them. But <laughs> I mean, this, this week they, they, they were at their best.
0: They were so down in the last episode. There was nowhere to go but up.
2: <laughs> wait they get their mustaches removed that's just it you know once those are gone then they're just they're free They'll know, actually a good tommy's thing. Is still intact.
0: yeah tommy still oh, had his mustache oof. but tommy's retired he's not necessarily there anymore so
2: i like to think philip True. is still mad about that though like even though he had no way to like get tommy to shave it just it's still isn't i it, hope he comments isn't it, it.
1: isn't it crazy to think that like in, in the modern world like TGI Fridays could probably tell their male employees that as part of, like, personal grooming, they'd need to get rid of their mustache and they would do it. But, like, the Queen of England, like, you know, co- or could not ever convince Tommy Lassels of the same.
2: <laughs> Truly baffling. Truly baffling. Um, Oh, man. That's
0: probably because TGI Fridays sucks and Tommy
1: Lassels <laughs> is an institution. So- <laughs> Wait, you're saying T- TGIF <laughs> isn't an institution? <laughs> no. Tommy
2: Lasso's is an institution. To like, that's gonna be our new catchphrase or something. Like, that's a tagline. Um, we should start having. He's a actually more
1: institution than man. <laughs> yes.
2: <laughs> I mean, except for his um, his war stuff.
0: Another thing that we haven't really talked about yet is the party that David throws to just brainstorm. No, oh. the second part, <laughs> not the. Do- <laughs> I was that party yes but I was talking about the second party where like just imagine inviting people over and being like okay can you brainstorm what my job should be thank you go proceed I,
2: I wish people would do that for me that'd be great it just,
1: it felt like some kind of like a pitch meeting where like a network executive was like, all right, <laughs> what, what pilot ideas do you have for me?
2: But it's like a surprise where like you go into the party just thinking you're going to like, I don't know, get a little drunk and like socialize a little bit, show off your nice outfit. And someone's like, hey, you have to think otherwise you have to leave this party. And I hope he did that like while they were all drunk. Ideal way to brainstorm your job.
1: I think Let's we see. might be done here.
0: I think we won't be done here. I'm ready to... Yeah, no. This episode did not do it for me in
1: the grand scheme of things. It was very informative, but not not very satisfying.
2: I liked it. Whatever, guys. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Carlin, why did you like it? I thought it presented Elizabeth with an actually interesting scenario where, like, I don't know. Like, it felt like she actually had a big impact on, like, what she was doing, and it felt like she had finally taken agency i i also like the mystery aspect it had a fun little mystery going on like elizabeth had to like go to person to person to like get the information and like i like unreliable narrators and i quite frankly like this david had this coming and um sorry david um you can't call a queen mother cookie anymore
1: but it's actually interesting that you say that carlin that like uh, elizabeth you know supposedly had more agency because i kind of looked at it a different way I, i felt that Because in this instance, she was proactively seeking out the counsel of uh, Tommy Lassell's rather than just having, you know, the private secretaries try to kind of block her plans. Like it almost, I think, represented her like further descent into the institution and, and kind of always trying to do what, you know, the. The, the people around her t- are telling her to do. Cause like this time it wasn't even them, you know, coming to her and saying like, no, 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 you can't do that. This time she actually went to them and asked for their opinion and acted on that.
2: I just feel like at this point they had the best information though. Like it's, they were the only ones that, like, knew David, and it was, like, a problem that, like, only the private secretaries would have the right information for, and, like, I guess she went to the queen mother and got her little biased opinion on this, but, like, it's, like, who else would she have talked to? Like, I guess she could have talked to the historians, but, like, she didn't really know about them. I don't know. I would just think if she was in another situation, hopefully, that had a situation where she had to figure this out, she would have gone to, like, the proper sources. I don't know, guys. I...
1: All right. Like On it. that note, let let's bury this episode in a German forest.
0: Aww. That's the other thing, right? Like, if they really didn't want the file to see the light of day ever again, I get that the Americans have it, but they could have just burned the file. No, like...
2: no, because the Americans had a copy. Um, we had they, they didn't have a digital file, but it seemed like it was sent to them. Like this was just done right away. So you know what? It was their problem for sending the Americans a copy and then thinking that we wouldn't keep it. So you know they could have burned it, but did they just like forget that like the Americans had it, and they're like
1: like what, once the Americans have it, it's going in us weekly. There's no yeah, stopping they, it.
2: It's true. Yeah, so, they had no chance of ever getting rid of that file. It's a yeah. wonder why the Germans. I mean, I guess the guy thought he was gonna be able to like use it as like leverage later. Oh, but like oh, oh yeah, he, he, he
1: knew what he was doing. Like I, he was actually probably. I I hate to say this but like the the most strategic person in the episode because he knew that like by saving this like damning material he could just buy himself freedom
2: yeah i just he's lucky i mean i just i like the idea that some random person finds that and it's like oh what's this and then he just loses it (laughs) he's
0: kind of old to be strategy well maybe this is shame i was gonna say he's kind of old to be the assistant to the (laughs) secretary to the translator
2: you know, I guess um, I don't know who Hitler, like, to surround himself with, to be totally honest. I I know some of the names of the guys, but, like, if you told me, like, if you showed me a picture of Goebbels, I don't know what he looks like. I don't know. I don't know anything about these men. They're all dead, though. It's fine. Uh, I assume... I don't know if they're all dead. They're probably dead. It's been a long time. I like On the that pugs. note, kinky crown. <laughs> okay, they're, like... There was very little material to go with here, as we can all tell... I have a cup. I have, like, one. And it's probably one that, like, Sam also saw. We're going to go with it. Okay. Let's, let's see what we got.
0: I mean, I didn't have that much, honestly. I have um, Queen Elizabeth. And just the way she kept looking at Billy Graham. <laughs> inviting yeah. him.
2: Yeah, I, I saw that. Yeah.
0: Inviting him to her house. Watching him as both entry and exit through the window. Twice. Twice. <laughs> um,
2: <laughs> oh, yeah. There's-
0: and then... um drunk horny Philip at the end yeah yeah yeah
1: I
2: was gonna specifically say gold star for Jesus gold star for you um I thought those was some good lines. otherwise like I mean Philip and his just ability to have a lot of barbs for Tommy like about him like drinking human blood. I don't know I feel like you don't like he like it's rivals <laughs> to lovers here they they're just at like that early stage in like the book where they they still hate each other. They're gonna find wait. love eventually. Wait, Tommy, wait, 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 and wait, wait.
1: Tommy and Philip Tommy and Philip. Yeah, I just think their barbs always single like Together, a... this whole episode.
2: Yes, I like I said, that's what <laughs> happened at that party. I don't know. What it, I don't know what Queen Mother was doing. Maybe she was a part of it because I feel like I don't know. I I don't think she has any animosity towards either of them. So like, she doesn't really get to join in. She doesn't like quite have that tension there. But like, I don't know. She was a witness. So it yeah, definitely so you're not, you're your, your
1: nomination is something that you. Made Want out. to have had happened off screen.
2: Look, I'm going to nominate. In the end, what I'm nominating is the Tommy Queen Mother and Philip party that we didn't get to see. Because why didn't we get to see it?
0: Well, if we're doing that, can I nominate Tommy's other models? That's
2: it. <laughs> <laughs> and just not elaborate. <laughs> yes, we don't have that many. If that we're much just material. doing things
0: that you know, we're just speculating about.
2: <laughs> yes. That's... i mean
1: okay but all right because um, philip came back from that party like still pretty aroused so like it's probably safe to say that he didn't like get his rocks off then uh, it,
2: it, 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 he could have had a refractory period i don't know what you're talking about denied <laughs> it could happen <laughs> no. <laughs> nope this is this is what i'm going for guys i'm sorry there wasn't that many things that happened in this episode Graham yeah, vote. I'm going to
1: vote for Elizabeth and Billy Graham.
2: I Honestly, I'm going to vote for Elizabeth and Billy Graham. Yeah. That was a good one.
1: Yeah, I mean, th-
0: like you said, there aren't that many options here. I feel like we have to go with that one.
2: Can we get Margaret back?
0: Honestly, <laughs> and Tony.
2: What are they up to? Oh, my Why God. Why wasn't she involved in this at all? Does Margaret <sighs> yes, just not all right. care? Yes,
0: I need you there, <laughs> I think we're all agreed.
2: <laughs> I need you. That was such a strange pick for him. <laughs> like, <laughs> the acting choices. Oh my, oh my god. god!
0: Quick final thoughts. Loved the cameos. Loved getting Jared Harris back on my screen.
2: Oh yeah, I love Jared Harris.
1: Yep, John Lithgow.
0: Yeah, yeah. it's been too long. Them.
2: Um, okay, what is Winston doing this whole season? Because he's still alive. Like, okay, Winston. He's, re- he's he retired. It's like they haven't like cut back to him the way they cut back to to everyone else. <laughs> he's still painting Wait, was that he- pot. <laughs> Like, was he in that? Like, you remember when Margaret and the picture, like, there wasn't any Winston, but there was David. And it was like, why? Like, come on. Where was Winston's reaction? (laughs) We're just going to bring in random characters. They couldn't pay for John Lithgow.
0: And then the other just final observation. I loved how um, David and Wallace are, like, trying on all these costumes for their costume party. And then they end up going with just crowns. Like, come on. Oh,
2: they're, the, they're the king. <laughs> Terrible queen. choice. They,
0: uh, the worst choice. You had such good they options. You should have
2: dressed up as the French aristocracy. I think that would have been a good move.
0: Well, did you see the one woman who had like a full like boat in her
2: hair? <laughs> um, Iconic. That's like a historically accurate thing that they used to do. They would like accessorize with boats.
1: Accessorize it's just with the Met boats. Gala.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's, that's definitely a real thing. I know that's a real thing. Don't know about anything else, but I know about the boats.
0: Oh my God. Um. All right, cool. So any final thoughts from either of you about this episode before we close the book? No,
1: let's move on.
0: <laughs> Sweet. So that's going to take us to a close here on season two, episode six of The Crown. Next week, we will be talking about season two, episode seven, entitled Matrimonium, in which, oh my goodness, a letter from Peter Townsend spurs Margaret to make a bold proposal and Elizabeth... Has good news that causes complications for Margaret.
2: Oh, Whoa.
0: so we're gonna get some cool. Peter Townsend back. This could be. This is what I need. I need a good palate cleanser from this episode.
2: <laughs> all right, let's go.
0: Yeah, can't wait for that. Let's go. Um, so, Ivan, if people want to find you on social media, is that a possibility, or or is all your are all your files locked away, never to be seen again?
1: You can uh, follow me at. At U.S. Embassy France. (laughs) Uh,
0: And Carlin, what about you? Where can people find you on the social media?
2: Um, On Twitter, at Carlin Greenwald. And Instagram, at Carlin underscore G-E-E.
0: All right. And you can find me on Twitter at Sir Sam Chung. But the best place to follow this podcast is on Twitter at Crown Around Pod. You can find all of our earlier episodes um, either at our website, www.PaginatedMedia.com crowning around, or on any platform where podcasts are available. Thank you all for listening. And we hope that we'll see you next time when we talk about matrimonium.
1: And God save the Queen. God, God save, save the, the Queen. queen.